Welcome to Wise Health for Women Radio with Linda Prater. Women are pressed daily to give more, learn more, and be more, often at the expense of mind, body, or spirit. Each week with intriguing guests and topics, we'll bring you fresh ways to view your limited time, encouraging a shift to new, healthier perspectives. Wise Health for Women Radio, helping women thrive. And now here's your host, Linda Prater. Welcome to Wise Health for Women Radio. I'm Linda Crater, and I am so pleased to bring you a, a wonderful mentor and friend of mine to talk about stories, the place of stories in our lives. If you've ever connected with someone at a restaurant or just met someone, isn't it interesting how you can connect right away with a point of either difference or a point of commonality but you tell stories to each other. I, I liken this to being at an airport and you suddenly strike up a conversation with the person standing in the very long line with you. And you come away with a smile and understanding and a little bit of a connection. So we're going to be talking to Anna Simpson today about the fact that everyone has a story. Everyone has a journey. But do you know what to do with your story? Do you know how to share your story? Would you like to learn how to be a great storyteller and make better connections, greater communication efforts, and clarity in what is important to you? Because really, authenticity is everything these days. So I'm going to let Anna talk about her story, her new book, which is called Your Story is Your Power. And Anna, welcome to our program. Thank you, Linda. I'm so excited to be here. It's a great, uh, great privilege to, to have this discussion about one of my favorite topics, stories, and connecting with people, because that's where it's at. Like you have rightly pointed out that it's, it's the part that connects us as human beings. It's uh, stories is the vehicle that opens our hearts and souls and helps us communicate and build those um, connections and influence others in the positive way. So I'm excited about this discussion. It's, it's going to be great fun. And yes, I'm excited because I've recently published my um, new book called Your Story is Your Power. Because well, you have a good story. You have a very interesting story that's unlike so many that I know. And I'll stay, say again, everyone has a story. So don't compare your stories, but recognize the power in them. But Anna has a great one. So tell your story, Anna. Yes, thank you, Linda. Um, well, I uh, was born in Ukraine in abject poverty. Um, just to give you some ideas, some details, the house I grew up in didn't have a bathroom or toilet or running water for that matter. We didn't have two pennies to rub together. And it was tough. Our family, mom and dad, loved us very much, my sister and I. But it was pretty difficult to, um, to have the hardships of not having much like we there were times when we didn't have enough food thankfully we had a garden with vegetables and fruits we had all homegrown food 
and we had also chickens and turkeys and that helps us survive. But yogurts, bananas, chocolates, those were luxury items reserved for special occasions. So it was, uh, I come from very humble beginnings, but there was something within me that wanted more. Intuitively, Linda, I knew that the world was a much bigger and better place. And I, I started looking for the key to unlock that, that bigger world. I had no idea what that was. And to be very clear, I did not have the language at that time. That was just like kind of intuitive knowing um, some, some sort of uh, seeking. Mm-hmm. But when I was 12 years old, I, uh, my dream crystallized in my mind and uh, it manifested itself in, in this bold claim that I said to my mom, I said, mom, when I grow up, I want to live in America. <laughs> and she looked at me as if I was from another planet, as if I went mad. And she said, it's impossible, honey. People like us don't go anywhere. And partly she was right because, I mean, like I said, we didn't have two pennies to rub together. Uh Um, How on earth was I going to make it happen? But from that young age, I realized that if you have a dream and if you believe it's possible for you to bring it to life, you will find a way. You will start attracting the resources. And a long story short, I describe that journey in my book. Um, at the age of 21, I moved to America. I landed in JFK, New York. Now, was the journey easy? Not at all. Was it challenging? Absolutely. Was it rewarding? 100%. And I would not change it for anything. And uh, yes, so that was like my big message that I started sharing when I um, when I was already in America and I discovered my gift for public speaking and storytelling. And I had no idea how my message and my stories of poverty and struggles of a Ukrainian girl being humiliated at school for wearing old poor clothing and and uh, uh, not having enough food to eat, how it would resonate with an abundant society, with, you know, it, it, it's the land of opportunities. We are talking so about America. I have a question. <laughs> what was your first impression of America after dreaming about it for all those years? That's a good question, Linda. So I read in books that the streets in America were paved with gold. I mean, we all know this story. <laughs> <laughs> and... Uh, And I had high hopes for it. Uh, And when I landed in JFK, New York, I stepped off the plane, went through immigration. I was on fire. I still remember that day today. Mm -hmm. Every smell, every detail, some people, it was just amazing. Dream coming true. But very soon enough, I realized that the streets in America were not paved with gold. and. The streets of my life were not paved at all. I was expected to pave them. And I always say, because I'm a public speaker as well, and I share that story um, on different, I've shared it on different stages in America and in, in the UK and Europe and South America, that very soon enough, I realized that 
although I was in the land of opportunities, none of those opportunities were handed to me. Mm-hmm. And I had to work hard for it. I had to pave my way from the bottom up. And I'm, I'm not... I'm not saying that I became a millionaire, I became, I made a lot of money, but I have found myself, my Mm -hmm. gift, and my message to share with others, to inspire them, to help them realize that they too can inspire others because our stories are amazing. Now, you don't have to have a story like mine, from rags to riches, even though my story is not from rags to riches, but I live it. It's very getting there. <laughs> well, yeah, when I'm, <laughs> thank you. I'm actually, uh, I'm very grateful for being very comfortable right now in life. And I have so many things to be grateful for. But other people also have their stories. And when they learn the methodology and the framework of how to express their stories in a clear and powerful way, they differentiate themselves from the marketplace and they inspire others because stories is not just about connecting, it's also a tool to stand out on the marketplace. So what would you tell someone who says, well, you know, they say everybody has a book in them, they say everybody has a story, but you know, my story is ordinary. Mm. How do you address the self-esteem or the awareness of that person initially so that they're open and receptive to taking a different view of their life story. Yes, that's that's a very common answer that I hear a lot. Uh, and I have had multiple conversations with a lot of people who usually start the call saying, Anna, just to be clear, my story is And like you said, Linda, exact words is pretty ordinary. I don't have any drama to salvation, any any of those like before and after moments, cancer survivor story, just none of that. I've had a few people who had those dramatic stories Mm -hmm. to tell, just beautiful. But, you know, after we go through the process of unpacking their story, their life journey, there is nothing ordinary about their path. Mm-hmm. It's just not aware that what they have experienced, what they have overcome, what they have transformed within them has value to other people. And if they, if they accept that part, that they have something to say, the process becomes just flows. It becomes easy and natural when they give themselves permission that I have had a journey. I have walked this path called life and I have something to share. Now, the tricky part becomes when people don't know who's going to be listening, like, oh, who's going to listen to my story? Mm -hmm. Who's my audience? And that's where you know, I I take them on this journey of defining their audience because we need more stories these days. And yes, sure enough, you probably won't connect if we are talking about the business setting. You won't connect with everybody and you don't have to. But you will connect with those people who need to hear your message and your story most. 
You know, I think a lot of people, I didn't mean to interrupt you, I apologize. I, I think a lot of people think that only speakers need to know how to tell a story. And I would venture to say that that is not where stories are best used. I would venture to say that communication with other people, new people you meet at church, new people you meet in the grocery store line, uh, at the airport, as I said, waiting in line, just making connection is so important, especially after the pandemic when everybody was greatly fearful and behind masks and you couldn't see people's expressions. And it, it really, stories help us to connect just with everybody else because we are not an island. When we, we were not meant to be living alone and isolated. And so stories, even snippets of stories, help us to connect with other people. Wouldn't you say that's a bigger audience in terms of sharing with people a little bit of you and they share a little bit of them and you have a wonderful connection. You don't need to be a speaker. No, no, not at all. <laughs> it's Yes, I'm glad that you addressed it, uh, Linda, because stories is such a versatile tool that you could utilize in so many different ways. And especially now, like you said, that, um, you know, the world we live in uh, and the, the emergence and growth of AI, people need genuine and authentic oh, connection yes. now more than ever. And that's how you connect with people's hearts because AI will never replicate heart-to-heart -heart connection. Mm -hmm. You don't have to be to have a, a, a you know a proper stage to share your keynote or your you know polished mm -hmm. uh, presentation. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm talking about. You can share your story in so many different ways, like you said, from connecting with people on in public places to. You know, I usually teach people how to incorporate story in their business settings. So a story could be just one liner that mm -hmm. sparks an idea, gives an insight. But it's it's something that comes from from inside and and people are just sharing their their true authentic self. And when you share your, your authentic self, people connect with that. So, Have you had the conversations where you struck up a conversation with someone and it goes back and forth and back and forth and you're like, that's a wonderful person. I wish I knew and lived closer to them because we could be great friends. Believe me, both people walk away from that encounter so happy, so human, because as you say, AI is not going to take the place of that. And robotic responses don't get any emotions going. So a good, genuine, authentic conversation, even if it's 30 seconds long, can leave you with a glow. And we need more glowing. We need more sparkle. <laughs> That's it. Yes. Put some magic on someone's day. Uh, mm -hmm. I mean, you don't have to be a motivational speaker like we have touched upon it earlier you don't have to be an influencer you don't have to have the huge following to um to influence other people uh, you can just be yourself and if you want i mean you can build up your following you can influence people you connect with um, but 
it's it's about making this world a better place. Ultimately, Minda, you know, it's about making this world a better place. And I I think in the context of what I do, stories is the answer mm-hmm. because that connects people at a heart level. At the heart level is the key point here. I I think that you know you can talk to people. Have you ever been around a big corporate? business table and and people are afraid to express themselves because they're afraid of being judged or they may have a contrary opinion and they just may be fearful of expressing their their ideas and that kind of environment is very stifled and stifling in business and it's why new ideas don't get introduced if people are fearful to talk. So I believe we can change people one connection at a time so that there is more uh, open conversation. We, we don't need to have right and wrong. We can have differences of opinion that we work through and stories are a good way to say that's an interesting point. This happened to me and would the same thing have happened to you? So I've got a question for you along those lines. You are a twin. Your sister is a twin. Would she have a same or similar story as you? Um, yeah, uh, well, actually, she's not my twin. We we have uh, five years, almost five years difference. Oh, my we- mistake. Okay. You look so much alike. We do look alike. We are sisters. Um, but uh, it's it's interesting that uh, you've asked this question because she lives in Abu Dhabi and uh, she has a fantastic career with uh, Etihad Airways. And I think she was following my um, footsteps when she uh, she didn't go, she didn't come to the land of opportunities, but she wanted more out of life. Okay. And... Um, now that we are talking like family, I, I cannot help but mention my grandmother because right. she was a big encourager. She was the one who supported my dream while everybody else um, ridiculed and mocked it with the best intentions. I'm not saying that my mom ridiculed my dream, but she just wanted to protect me from future disappointment. Mm-hmm. But my grandmother was my rock. And because I'm an older sister, I took those uh, ideas and and those uh, messages like you can do it to heart. And I was paving my future way uh, based on those ideas and those beliefs. And my sister, she she was also influenced by uh, our grandmother, but she was following my example. So I'm pretty sure she would have Uh a single story to say that yes you can make it happen like you are not you can change your life you can transform your circumstances it doesn't matter where you come from it only matters where where you are going and what you are doing about it so we are both hard-working people you know that's very true that's very true and isn't it wonderful that you had your grandmother there as your cheering column i mean how wonderful to have that differential which was actually probably good for your parents because they could do the protecting part and she could do the dream on part and so it's kind of a great combination 
Yes, yes, she, um, yeah, she was a great, uh, fantastic lady, and uh, I'll always remember her as my biggest teacher, my biggest okay. inspiration, mm-hmm. and uh, she was a, a teacher of the Ukrainian language. She was a very aware woman, and she survived. Um, I mean, I, I. I talk about hardships and poverty of life, but my grandmother had unimaginable struggle. Like she survived the Second World War, the persecution mm-hmm. of Nazis, and then the communist movement, mm-hmm. famine. I mean, it just it's it's even for me hard to imagine what she had to go through. Mm-hmm. But she mm-hmm. persevered and she persisted and her life is not not the one like from rags to witches, but she managed to realize herself through raising, having an amazing family and mm-hmm. inspiring her granddaughters. And uh, I give all the credit to her because she inspired me. I love and, that. I love yeah. that. So she gave you the value from her life experience and told you not to settle for limits but to reach. That's it. It was almost like she was living her dream mm-hmm. of, of freedom, democracy, and paving your own um, life mm-hmm. through me. Because during, if you know the history, during the communist regime, there was n- no freedom whatsoever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, she, uh, the people in, in those times did not have any rights practically. So she was instilling those messages to my sister and I from very young age that you could do better in life. Do not settle. Just reach, shoot for the moon. And even if you fail, you will be among the stars. She didn't say exactly the same words, but that was the idea that she was always sharing with us. So thank you, Granny. If you hear me out there, she's no longer with us, but... um, I'm yes, sure she's exactly. extremely proud of you and watches you daily. Do you feel as though these experiences helped you to gain clarity on where you wanted to take yourself? Because a lot of people have dreams, but they don't have the means, the intentions, the desires, the persistence. And I'm not critical of any of those things because life can get in the way. Do you feel like the clarity came from being told you can do it because they've proven in schools that if you teach children from a, a point of view of you are capable, you are wildly capable, that they rise to a different level than those who say, well, you know, do your best. You're probably a C student. I mean, expectations help to build the future, good or bad. Yes, yes. I believe that uh, my granny was, um, she is the answer. And she is, like I said, she was my big inspiration, uh, giving me those powerful messages. To be honest with you, Linda, I never had, uh, I mean, it might sound harsh, but that's my experience and that's my, my story. I don't have pleasant memories of my teachers at school. Because I was shy, because I was very 
timid and quiet. I never, I, I was afraid to speak up, ironically, and now, you know, I'm a public speaker and I share my story in stages. But, but when I was a child, it was very difficult for me to to speak up. And a lot of teachers just gave me that label that, you know what, you're not that smart. Mm-hmm. Uh, they didn't say it explicitly. Some actually did, but it was the attitude. And I, all because I was shy and I didn't want to ask. I, I was afraid to ask a, a question if I didn't understand something. Mm-hmm. I was thinking, well, I'll figure it out, but I couldn't. And I just, I was embarrassed and perhaps even ashamed. And plus, because we were poor, so it was constantly picked by other kids. I was a little bit bullied verbally. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was it was a tough place. So having uh, Granny, my personal teacher, she didn't homeschool us or anything like that. But planting those messages, you could do better than this. You have potential. You can achieve greatness. Were those seeds that were planted in my subconscious mind that eventually grew and and paved my my way to where I am now. So, so yeah. as you look at what you are, are doing, messages are so important to be clear, uh, intentional, but they're also it's very important these days to make it compelling, inspiring, um, in, not always, but sometimes uplifting, and being able to express yourself in a clear manner can get you very far in life. Absolutely, 100%. I always say that um, it's not enough to just have something to say. You need to say something that people would want to hear. And that's where clarity comes into play. You have to be crystal clear in your in your message, what exactly you are trying to say, what point you are making, why uh, the people you are addressing need to listen to them, and how it's going to elevate their life. These are the questions that will help you craft your story better. I mean, you can share your origin story, you can share the transformation before and after story, and like I said, it doesn't have to be something dramatic. But it, it's got to be very clear. What is it that you are saying and why does it matter and who is listening? Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of people struggle with that because, well, the, their message is, is not that crystal clear. It's not that compelling. And they try to figure it out on their own. And as I always say, like, it's kind of like you can't see yourself in the picture if you are the one in the frame. So you either need someone to guide you through the process and also you need the audience to test that message. Mm. Uh, How does it resonate? What do people respond to? Because clarity comes from engagement. The more you engage in crafting your story, in sharing it and listening to the feedback and how it resonates, the more clear you become what it is that you are saying. Uh, a lot of people are not willing to uh, to go through um, through that process of discovery because sometimes it's a little bit, even though stories are inspirational, 
But figuring out what, what exactly you want to say um, might take a little bit of digging because, and a lot of people are not really um, used to sharing, you know, powerful, compelling stories. And now I'm talking about the business setting. So stories mm -hmm. help elevate, you know, your your personal brand, the service you you provide, and how you stand out, how you position yourself in the market. Well, it's so, funny you say the business, but I also say this stands for moms who are going to speak at the PTA, uh, organizational people who are working together for fundraisers. It it can really be used anywhere to, but making a common situation. And making it unique is is a gift, and it can be uh, taught, honed, and made better. Yes, absolutely. The, the whole thing is that we need to have a lot of communication. And when we have connection with people, the messages do get through a lot better. I want to make sure that people know where to find out more information about you. And you're all over social media, but also you have a wonderful website that explains more of your story and your book and all of that. And you go to Anna-Simpson, S-I-M-P-S-O-N, dot com. And there, there are social media links, and she has some marvelous Instagram stories recently that talk about why storytelling is so vitally important to getting your message across, no matter what you do. What have I missed, Anna? We have just about a minute left. I think that's about it. Stories help build better connections. Stories have, help you stand out. Stories help you differentiate yourself. And stories help you become better humans. So I also think stories make us more likable. <laughs> and I always laugh when speakers are told, be funny. Well, if you're naturally funny in a conversation, that works for you. But stories are a great way to connect. So, Anna, thank you so much. I will put the link to your book in our show notes. And I'm so glad we got this opportunity to speak today. We've been waiting a long time to get together to do this. So I'm very grateful for your time today. And don't forget, Your Story is Your Power by Anna Simpson. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in today. You can find more shows at wisehealthforwomenradio.com.